instead of facing my pain or hurt and just like living in it, holding it, and just saying, it's okay, you're in pain, it's going to pass. Instead of doing that, I soothe my pain in illegitimate ways. Mm, So like ways that aren't healthy. Like if I have had a rough day, if someone is is mad at me if i fail you know any kind of negative experience i go to a tendency that i have is instead of just saying okay the, you know the healthy way would be like i've had a bad day this stinks they're mad at me that's okay they have a right to be mad at me that's all right let them be mad i can move on it'll be better tomorrow by god's grace his mercies are new every morning you know lamentations three uh, but instead of doing that and just sitting in my pain it's like well Maybe a beer would be good right now. <laughs> or two. Or two. <laughs> yeah, you know? Shot of tequila or, or something. Or know? maybe watching something that I shouldn't watch would be good to mm-hmm. me right now. Yeah. Or maybe eating too much would be good for me. Or yeah. maybe any kind of compulsive behavior. Mm-hmm. I'm a, I, I like running. And people think that I like running for like the health reasons. It's not it. Welcome to another episode of Bumpers Took a Faith. My name is Lewis Dooley. This is my brother Sam Key. Oh, what's up, brother? How you doing? I'm doing well. We have another evening uh, session here at the BS Studio. That's right, man. I'm a little sore. I just got through playing basketball. Oh. Well, if you want to call it that. But yeah, my ankles. <laughs> ankles a little sore. And uh, Where were you playing basketball? I was in the juvenile prison. Okay. Playing with some young guys that's doing time. Yeah. So it was cool. I that fun. means a lot to them. Yeah, yeah, you know, they can get a chance to get out there and we talk a little trash and, yeah. you know, have a little fun. <laughs> so what we got on tap for today? Well, today's, I, you know, I was headed one direction, okay? And you know this. I like, do, I do. Um, I was headed one direction and I got this, I thought, great idea to talk about, like, what's wrong with the church today? And mm-hmm. In particular, like the evangelical church in America, like, what's wrong with it? We're each going to come up with our little lists and, uh, and and go for it. But as I was coming up with my list and, been, you know, thinking about it for a week or so, a couple weeks, um, I was actually, I was editing our last episode, uh, which was your story, right? Yep. And towards the end of that, uh, and if you haven't seen that episode, uh, go watch it because it's a, it's a great episode that Lewis shares a lot. But at the end of it, you share the story about this 80-some-year-old guy named, was it Everett or Emmett? Emmett. Emmett. No, Everett. 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 Yeah, Everett. And Everett did this thing in his guy's group called mm-hmm. Drop Your Drawers. Dropping Your right? Drawers, that's right. <laughs> and dropping your drawers just means being willing to be vulnerable. Yeah, and exposing your, yourself. Yeah, putting your junk out there, exposing yourself, right? Yep. And uh, and then when I asked you for like an application of that, like how we could do that today, you said, well, go first. Yeah, Be the go one first. to go first. That's right. And so then I was, I, I, I was watching that again, listening to that again, and I thought, you know what? Why should we talk against the church first? We need to go first, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Let's point first. out our flaws before yeah. we point out any other flaws. Yeah, because you know, I don't, I don't want to come off, and I don't want to be the kind of person that thinks that. Like all the issues are with the church. I don't want to like project my issues on the church. No, we all have issues. Huh? Yeah, and when we say issues with the church, it's not the building; it's the people. Yeah, you know. So we all yeah. have issues. So in a in a in a way, if we want to have correct thinking, there's always going to be issues in churches because people are in mm-hmm. churches, and that's where the issues lie. Yeah. So it makes and, sense. And perhaps some of those issues I'm seeing are are coming from me. <laughs> yeah, like right? maybe I'm not part of the solution. I'm part of the problem. Yeah. Yep. So. So, yeah, so um, I want us to, what I want us to do is drop our drawers first. All right. Okay. That's, not, that's figuratively that's speaking, y'all, because we ain't getting negative here. I ain't going to get negative. Very, I don't want to see yeah. no negative folks. Very figurative. So, uh, on the one hand, as we want to answer that question, not what's wrong with the church, but what's wrong with me, mm-hmm. okay? As we answer that question, on the one hand, 
I don't want us to give a, to give BS answers, okay? Oh, like, yeah, yeah. like, what's wrong with me? Like, oh, I only fast twice a week or something. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Or I, I should pray more, or you yeah, know, I should give more. I should something. give more, not yeah. those kind of superficial BS answers. Yeah. Uh, but then, on the other hand, uh, neither of us are priests, and we're not here to confess to the world our specific sins. So, um, uh, this is more of a, a our ability generally to recognize the pattern of. Uh, bad behavior in our lives, ungodly behavior in our yep, lives. Yep. And if we need to give examples, then of course we yeah. will. I mean, being but, authentic, you know, like giving more or praying more, if that's the conviction on our hearts, then we definitely oh, need yeah, to do that. Yeah. But that's not really exposing ourselves that much. Like you said, that's not that's that's kind of a bumper sticker or very yeah. surfacy. Yeah. Today, we like going to dig in and talk about junk that we have in ourselves that, that we don't like and that God definitely don't yeah. like. Yeah. So, to facilitate this, I've I've created this game. Oh, a game, y'all! Are I like games. I like games. games. And Lewis doesn't know anything about this. I don't and, know about and you have full permission to, after I introduce the game, to say hit stop, and we'll re-record this, and no one will ever see it. Okay, all right. But I so, thought I'm gonna do that. But I like I like the creativity. So, uh, and this is a game. You know, you can try with your uh, uh, small group at home. Okay. Perhaps you know if it catches on. I don't know. So I have a uh, my the official bumper sticker uh, record player here. Here. On our promo videos, everyone sees the record that's playing the BS record. Well, this is the actual uh, record player that I use. So we have this here. So I've created a game. This is my Bible right here. And um, this is a little yellow thing that I found upstairs. It's like a pointer. So wherever it lands on, that's right. Point said, okay. This is a game called Spin the Bible. Oh, instead of bottle. <laughs> oh, boy. Wait, I never. No, no, we never. So it's a simple game that exists. We're exposing ourselves, we said. Sure, sure. No, no but that's, ex- that's, that's exposing myself, you know. So this is this is spin the Bible. So okay. what we'll do here is we'll give it a little spin. We'll spin it in whichever way the yellow. Can people see the yellow marker? I think they can. Whichever way the yellow marker lands, yeah, then. Mostly but, lands, right? Like if it's anywhere. If it's in between, yeah, well. Well, I mean, it's pointed more towards yeah, me. Yeah, so yeah. if it's this way, that's me. That's if right. it's that if way, it's this way, then that's you. That's Just right. To, so we have to keep spinning it. <laughs> so then wherever it stops, then we got, we have to. You don't uh, have no weights on this thing and then where it keep pointing at me, do you? I only got so many, you know. So yeah. I, if I get, if I end up going like four or five times in a row, I'm like, we, I'm just going to leave it here like this the whole time. <laughs> Well, I've got I've got plenty of junk. All right. So uh, so we'll spin it, and wherever it lands, then we uh, then we have to share. We'll give it a, give it so a whirl. Here we go. First time ever, the uh, spin the Bible. Boom! It's on oh, me. Oh, it's on me. No, nice. I'm good with that. Okay. So probably this wouldn't be a surprise to anyone watching or listening because this is a problem. I call it a problem that's plagued me my whole life is I talk too much. Hmm. You know, I've had that, like, people tell me that a few times in the past, but I know for a fact, like, definitely people have thought it a lot and probably been gracious or kind or nice to me not to say anything. And, man, you know, it, it, it isn't... It probably doesn't matter as much in my life as it does in my personal life hmm. with my wife. You know, I have a really difficult problem with cutting people off, you know, so just under this umbrella of talking too much when I'm conversating with people. man, I have a tendency to just like a bull in a china shop, you know, just like bogart my way and start talking over someone. And, you know, for years, it's like the excuse of, well, I grew up both sides of my family like to talk and Mm -hmm. they talk over one another. and, And I learned that you communicate that way. And it's not a problem, but that's not how most people communicate. And man, it's really hindered relationships in my life. Um, It really makes it difficult with having conversations with my wife because, you know, I'll be talking and she'll just like check out, you know, and then then I get frustrated. Then I get mad. But then I'm like, well, dang, you know, but I'm like, I'm trying to like I'm trying to go somewhere with this. You know, it's like I'm like. I need to be able to say things more succinctly. And uh, I just, even like now, you know, I'm just rambling. It works great for a podcast. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess it does. It could. But, you know, it, it reminds me of uh, a verse in Proverbs. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. 
Yeah, I gotta let me look it up That's real quick. Saying. In Proverbs chapter, where you at? Proverbs, Proverbs chapter ten, verse nineteen. It says, "In the multitude of words, sin is not lacking." Hmm. You know, and it goes on to say, "But he who restrains his lips is wise." Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and so it's like I've always when I came across that verse early on as a young mm-hmm. Christian. That always stuck with me, you know, in the mm-hmm. multitude of, I think how I had it memorized is in the multitude of words, sin mm-hmm. is present. Wow. You know, and this says sin is not lacking. Mm-hmm. And and it's true, man. You know, whether it's bad words that mm-hmm. I'm saying, which isn't as much, as much mm-hmm. the problem as it used to be, but you can say sharp things, you know, to mm-hmm. be mean um, and to continue to talk for me. Oftentimes, if I'm in a, uh, not a debate, but a conversation when I differ with someone, I can have a tendency to use my words to harm, mm-hmm. to try to win. Yeah. You like the book of James, right? That's yeah. my favorite. Yeah, I got I got something in here, another okay. thing dealing with the tongue, yeah. you know, yeah. with another yeah. thing. But, but yeah. Yeah. Yep. Wow. Thank you. All right. You're up. Your spin. It's like me again. No, I think it's. I don't know. I think it's more towards me. I go again. All right. So another thing that has been like this all my life, and I and I feel like this isn't a bash against anyone, just an observation. Mm-hmm. Man, you know, it's it's a thing being a man. I grew up learning not to be sensitive, but man, I am too mm-hmm. doggone sensitive, man. Like. You know how you hear the saying, like, he he wears his feelings on his Mm -hmm. sleeve or she wears her. Mm -hmm. Man, I'm that person, man. You know, and I I put the face on oftentimes Mm -hmm. and and try not to to show it. Mm -hmm. But, man, you know, and and then it's like the voices Mm -hmm. start talking to me. You know, this person said this. And it's like, well, did they really mean this? Mm -hmm. Did they really mean that? And I'm, like, trying to dig into it. And sometimes, like... For whatever reason, I'm making more out of the thing that was said mm-hmm. than re- what really was behind it. And then because of my sensitivity, it causes me to have an attitude. Mm-hmm. And that plays out a couple ways. One is sometimes I may just flat out ask the person, like, is this what you mean? Mm-hmm. So then I take the direct approach. Mm-hmm. And then I'm I'm kind of not inquisitive, like, man, like, oh, did you it, really mean this? Or, or what did you mean? Accuse of like, yeah. man, did you mean this? Yeah. You know, so again, it goes to the first thing of talking mm-hmm. too much. You know, to me, it's kind of tied together. Or if my feelings get really hurt, and depending on who the person is, um, which, which this is another bad one, but I'm going to link it to it, how much respect I have for the person. Mm-hmm. You know, if yeah. I if I have little to no respect, I have a tendency to be harsher and more mm-hmm. direct. And if I have a lot of respect, then I start um, internalizing it. So that would be the second thing. Mm-hmm. So my feelings are hurt. I don't say anything. And then I have these ill thoughts mm-hmm. against that person or those people maybe. And then I, I just hold it in. And then years years ago, I heard this phrase like, you know, drinking po- uh, unforgiveness is like mm-hmm. drinking poison and waiting on your enemy to die. Mm-hmm. And I'm a, I'm a huge proponent of that, meaning... If I'm holding something in me towards a person, man, it's eating me up. Mm-hmm. And it's like the other person just like traveling around like a Smurf, la, 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 la. And it's like they don't know nothing about it, but it's eating yeah. me up inside. And it's like yeah. I need to release that, man. And it's not the easiest thing to release, you know, because it could harm a relationship. It could cause a, a problem that may not exist. Mm-hmm. And so, man, my, my, my feelings get hurt too easy. I'm too sensitive. And... What I've learned over the years, I don't necessarily have a verse specifically for this, but it really stems from pride. Hmm. I believe I think too much of myself. And it's kind of like, how dare this person Hmm. talk to me or treat me this type of way? Don't they know who I am? Hmm. And that's what causes my feathers to get ruffled Hmm. and then so on and so forth. So um, I... I, (laughs) I can't stand that about myself, man. It's like it's and it's the wrong type of sensitivity. It's not like I see a little kid fall and hurt their knee and they got a boo boo mm-hmm. and it's like, oh, <laughs> I don't got none of that in me. 
I don't, man. And yeah. and I wish I did. That's yeah, a different yeah, type yeah. of that's more like a empathy. parental or yeah. empathy yeah. type thing. And and I lack that, yeah. man. I really do. I and and I yeah. wish I had that and not this other thing. Yeah. I recognize that in me too. Mm. For sure. Mm. All right. Spin it. Go ahead, spin it. Spin it to win it. <laughs> She'll be coming around the mountain when <laughs> okay. she comes. That's definitely me. She'll be coming around. All right, my let's see. Which one do I want to go with first? Okay, first one, Planet Sam. Mm. Planet Sam. So something I don't like about myself is that when uh, I really get in the worst place that I could be, it's something that I've called Planet Sam, just as a way for me to recognize it. And that's where everything in the world becomes about me. And it's where I'm... Uh, only thinking about about what the like the projects or the things that I'm doing I could care less about the world or anybody else or my family or whatever else is going on because um, only only like my needs and my agenda uh, matters and when I'm in Planet Sam it's a pretty dark place because it's like I'm in a trance almost hmm. and um, I don't notice like <laughs> Uh, the needs of those closest to me or, or or reality like things get all I distort things pretty mm. much and I don't I don't see things how they really are mm. cause me to misinterpret a lot and um, yeah just be way too like self-absorbed I guess being self-absorbed is 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 what I'm like in in planet Sam and in in planet Sam like there's a whole bunch of other things that happen which could be additional spins on the wheel here um but um like in planet sand basically i'm really i'm really kind of deceptive and Mm. sneaky so lie a lot deceive Mm. a lot myself others those closest to me like uh and then i sneak a lot because you know i don't want to don't want to be caught for whatever behaviors that i'm doing and or and it's um yeah it it just gets bad so Planet Sam's not a good place where I'm self-absorbed, sneaking, lying, being deceptive. Uh, I, I don't like that about myself. And like I said, that's where it gets around, where I'm at my worst, but I do see like parts of Planet Sam, you know, practically all the time, you know, mm-hmm. if I'm honest, that, that sneakiness, that deception, that self-absorption. So don't like, don't like those things uh, about myself. Mm-hmm. I can relate to some of those things. And that's that. Yeah, pride's behind probably like ninety percent of probably everything. Yep. yep. Right. Uh, so, but there's there's a lot of that, a lot of that in there. All, All right, right. Cool. Let me let me spin. Yeah. It. Doesn't matter which way I spin it. No, I don't think so. I could have plugged it in. It and definitely uh, slows, spins freer the other way. Okay. Yeah. But um, that's me. That's you. So it's kind of linked to talking too much. It's linked to talking, um, but it's just it's being hurtful with words or too direct. You know, and again, I kind of hit on it a little bit before. But it, the reason why I kind of um, separated the two because mm-hmm. I, I I do have a tendency to talk too much, and I'm not necessarily when I'm doing that being hurtful. I'm just talking too much. But then there's times where I don't necessarily talk a lot, mm-hmm. but what I say packs a big punch, mm-hmm. so to speak. And kind of, kind of, you know, it's one of those things where it's like, you know, back where I'm from, people say, man, I, I don't start a fight, but I'll finish it. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's kind of like, well, there's many, many ways you can maybe start a fight, right? It could be like physically punching somebody or hitting mm-hmm. them or striking them some sort of way. Or a word can be a punch. And so in my slick, not wanting to be accountable and be innocent mind, I'll, you know, not currently, physically, mm-hmm. but currently I do this, is I'll start fights with my words. Mm-hmm. But then I will pull back when the other person engages and starts swinging back. Mm-hmm. I'll be like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, <laughs> like, why are you being like that? Yeah. You know, and it was and and, and you know what? Honestly, man, like I'm not consciously doing it. Mm. And that's scary to me. Like I'm not thinking, let me say mm. some hard stuff to draw them out. 
So yeah. then I can play the innocent guy. Yeah. I, I honestly don't do that. It just comes, I mean, it comes naturally mm-hmm. for me to do that. And once I see them acting a certain type of way, then my, my better judgment kicks mm-hmm. in. And I'm thinking, whoa, like this isn't well, good. I just did that. Yeah. No, no, not that I just did that. They're doing that. Uh-huh. And why? I'm not saying I'm the one that kicked it yeah, off. Okay, okay. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's like now I'm Mr. Innocent Guy. Yeah, yeah. And I'm not thinking, well, dummy, you're the one that just said what you said. Yeah. That's why they're responding that way. Mm-hmm. But then I'm like, why are you talking loud? You know, like now I'm all like, like toned down and being slow and being gentle with my words. Yeah. And again, this is not the plan, mm-hmm. but it just happens. And so it's, it's deception. Mm-hmm. And to me, like, you know, what's better, deception that's done intentionally or when you're deceptive and like you're not even trying to do it. Mm-hmm. I would say if, at least if I know I'm doing it, then I can maybe correct mm-hmm. it. But when it just happens automatically, to me, that's the worst mm-hmm. type because I have no I have no awareness of it mm-hmm. when I'm doing it. And I can't correct mm-hmm. it if I don't have awareness. That shows good self-awareness now, though, as you've been able to think about it. Well, you know, one of the things I think that really contributes to us being self-aware if we're honest and if we really look at ourselves as if we're married because mm. <laughs> because you get to yeah. find out about yourself yeah. yeah you know so i knew this stuff prior to being married but you really learn a lot about it for me i learned a lot more about it when i was married because yeah. it's a more intimate yeah. living than yeah. any other kind of living yeah yeah, yeah we're a, we're a mirror to each other you know in in a in a good way. Yeah. So in right. James, so I go to James now and read. There's like chapter mm. three, like 12 verses. I'm not going to read all of the verses, but it says, um, you know, we put bits in horses' mouths that they may obey us, and we turn their whole body a bit. There's this little thing, and his horses is like, I don't know, 500, 1,000, <laughs> yeah. 1,500, 2,000 pound animal yeah. that this little bit can make this big, yeah. like wild animal do what we wanted to do, you know, and it says about ships, you know, they're so large and driven by these fierce winds, but they had this little rudder in the back Mm -hmm. that moves this whole big old ship. And it says, even so the tongue is a little member and boasts great things. And it says, see how great a forest of little fire kindles and the tongue is a fire, a world of iniquity, Mm -hmm. you know, and, and that's speaking right to me, man. The little tongue is a world. Yeah, yeah. It says the tongue is so set among our members that it defiles the whole body and sets on fire the course of nature and it is set on fire by hell. (laughs) You know, and so it says in verse 10, out of the same mouth proceed blessings and cursings. My brethren, these things ought not to be so. And that always sticks with me, man. And when when I catch myself in the midst of it, it, it it breaks me and then here's the part that really really humbles me and really like makes me want to just stop everything I'm doing because you know because of what I do on a daily basis I'm spending time with people trying to you know express to them what the word says and try to help them learn so they can correct their behavior and it's like you know it's the mirror effect you know like I'm looking in the mirror because I'm talking to myself while I'm talking to them and it almost makes me feel like a hypocrite, you know. And and I do I go first, you know, to try to alleviate any of that because I'm saying, hey, look, man, I got this problem too, you know. So I'm not acting like I'm telling you you're bad, although I am, but I'm bad too, you know. I'm I'm, I'm as bad as you are, if not worse. And we need to correct this in our lives. But it sucks, man. I mean, it really does because it 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 almost seems like it's rare I can talk about a topic in the Bible. That's a sin that I don't feel like applies to me. And then I'm like, what am I doing then? Why, what qualifies me to be doing what I'm doing? Why should I be doing what I'm doing? I don't deserve to be doing what I'm doing. So I should just quit and go work at McDonald's or go work in a grocery store. I mean, for real. You know, so that stuff, Um, I can't stand it, man. It's been a problem all my life. And... You know, I'm better now than I used to be, but I can't. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can tell because I know how bad I used mm-hmm. to be. But it's just like I feel like I should be growing in maturity in these mm-hmm. things with this thing that people are hearing right now. 
And I feel like I'm not, man. I feel like the needle isn't moving that much, and it's frustrating. Well, it's not our job to, like, encourage each other here. Uh, But I will say this, that, and I've said it before, that just the fact that we get aware of these things is huge. At least, like you said, we're not blind to it and doing it uh, unconsciously. At least uh, there's a kind of a smidge of self-knowledge about that. Yeah. So that you can prepare for when it when it happens. Yeah. Well, even in that, again. like if I didn't know it was happening, I at least could have that excuse. Yeah. Like, man, I didn't know. And then in a sense, like it's more forgivable. Oh, it's so, no, it's so much better to know. Oh, no, I'm, yeah, I'm, it's, it's so, better to know, yeah. but for another person that that is on the other end of it, if you don't know, they may be more forgiving of you saying, oh, mm-hmm. man, you like it's still bad, but you didn't know. So I'll give you a pass. Mm-hmm. But now, you know. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm out of passes. Passes yeah. don't exist yeah. in my life because I definitely know. Yeah. And knowing is half the battle, I think, but it's not the full battle. Mm-hmm. And so trying to fight against it is difficult. Yeah. All right. I'll give it another spin. Which way was a good way? Go, go that way. It spins. Right. No, the other way. Okay. It spins freer. Yeah. Round and round <laughs> she goes. It looks like it's on me again. <laughs> okay, so here's another thing. Like all these, you know, it's like I didn't write anything down here that I don't have issue with no more because that wasn't the goal, right? That's not, yeah, it's, this isn't like what we used to struggle with decades Man, ago. This is like right now. I so much so lack patience. Hmm. I'm a fast-paced guy, and I'm a, I'm a, I got that written down differently. Need to slow down, but I'm just gonna put them together because they mm-hmm. both are like peanut butter and jelly. You know, I lack patience because I'm a fast-paced, energetic guy, and I've always kind of been a mover and a shaker. But I think that even multiplied greatly when I was in prison because you can move and shake in there, but not like you can out here. And so all those years with the lack of ability to do that and now being free, I don't want to sit down. Mm-hmm. I just now, 48 years old, like a couple of weeks ago, started. As a matter of fact, it was the other night I told Julie, my wife, I can't wait till we get home so I can just get into bed. Mm-hmm. And it was like 8.43. <laughs> and she was like, what? Are you sleepy? I was like, no, I'm not really sleepy. But the thought of being in the bed just sounds like it'll feel so good right now. And I'm like, man, am I getting old? You know, but but I did that and it was cool, but that's rare. That's mm-hmm. the first time ever I've said that or felt that. I like being on the go, man. If mm-hmm. it, I thrive being on the go. And for me, being on the go means moving and I move too fast. And I miss things, um, good observations of things that are in my life um, because I'm moving so fast I don't I'm I'm not present with people like I should be mm-hmm. um, which is one of the reasons why I've I've thought being in a different type of pastoral ministry really isn't for me because although I like meeting new people and spending time with people um and I li- and I, I will listen to them and get to know them but I don't feel like I'm as present as I need to mm-hmm. be with them because my mind's always going the reason I cut people off when I talk because I'm always thinking about the next thing I want to say mm-hmm. and I'm afraid I'm going to forget. And it's so good, Sam. Like, <laughs> what's coming out of my mouth is so good, I need to interrupt you so you can hear it. I mean... I can relate to that's, that for sure. That's what's real, yeah. you know. Yeah. So, so yeah. in Proverbs, again, and you know, they say that James is like the New Testament Proverbs. Have yeah. you ever heard that before? Oh, yeah. I'm sure it's you have. It's wisdom literature. It's yeah. wisdom literature, Yeah. So in Proverbs, which speaks to a lot of my issues and and probably a lot of people's issues in Proverbs chapter 14, verse 29, it says, he who is slow to wrath has great understanding, Hmm. but he who is impulsive exalts folly. This is the New King James version. I grew up kind of in the church Mm -hmm. with the New King James. So my verses I have memorized and, and the way I mm-hmm. say verses. So I just stuck to that because mm-hmm. I read the ESV or NASB or something. And it's like, it's almost like night and day. Mm-hmm. The words and it seem like the meanings mm-hmm. that different. So, but, um, he who is slow to wrath has great understanding, but he who is impulsive exalts folly. And really the second part, because it's not always a, a wrathful moment that I'm lacking patience, but just being impulsive. Mm-hmm. You know, which to me, I like an impulsive to not being patient and being a mover and a shaker because I can be like, you know, the wind tossed to and mm-hmm. fro. 
you know, and it really doesn't, the things that are being tossed to and fro and the things I'm lacking patience for, it is, they aren't sinful things. Um, that mostly like going to appointments or doing like ministry mm-hmm. stuff, but I'm just like always like wanting to be moving, mm-hmm. wanting to be moving, and and I'm not present when I'm with people a lot, which means I'm not really listening and paying attention like I should mm-hmm. and discerning the way I should be. So it's definitely not a good thing. I understand. My spin. <laughs> yeah, go ahead, spin it. <laughs> Hopefully, it lands on uh, one of us. <laughs> I'm going to run out eventually So then we don't need to spend it no more (laughs) So again Just a little bit From what I mentioned before About slowing down and not being present um, I'm not a good listener You know I um, I listen Mm -hmm. But because I think they, they say that men are like Naturally fixers yeah. Or like to fix things. Okay. I definitely, my mind thinks like that. Um, plus, I because I'm in this mode of ministry and what I do, it's always passing knowledge of the Bible on to other people. So I'm always giving like knowledge, almost like a teacher. I'm always in that mode, man. From the time I wake up to the time I go to sleep. So it's like anytime you encounter me. Most of the time, if you're talking about something, I'm thinking if something ain't right, mm-hmm. how can I give you the information on mm-hmm. how to fix it? Instead of just sometimes like a person just wants to like vent mm-hmm. or just talk and they're yeah. not looking yeah. to fix. So I've learned to ask, especially yeah. with my wife, like, are you just venting or like, are you asking me for some advice or mm-hmm. what do I think? You know, so ask permission. So that's something I'm trying to discipline mm-hmm. myself to do more of is ask for permission to speak into things that people may tell me. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, being slow to speak and quick to listen, I can't remember exactly what that said. I didn't have time to look it up, but um, that, that sounds like a proverb mm-hmm. probably. But um, that's something I'm trying to, I've been trying to work on that and discipline that in my life for years mm-hmm. to be slow to be silent, to block other distractions mm-hmm. out, to still my mind and to focus and pay mm-hmm. attention to the other person. Um, but I'm just, I'm typically not a good listener. Something that's helped me, a thought that's helped me is to like recognize that the kind of the fixing part, that's a very masculine kind of trait and it's not a bad thing. It's mm-hmm. just what we do. But then the feminine trait more likely would be, I think of like holding a baby and you just hold and you nurture it. And so like when I'm with other people, I think, and if they're like sharing, like you said, instead of trying to fix it, I think some, sometimes God's calling me to like, no, just just hold that for a minute. You know, Damn. whatever they're saying, yep. whatever they're spilling out, whatever, however they're behaving, just hold on and just hold Damn. it and kind of nurture that and sit with it. Yeah, that's, than, that's good. And, and I definitely want to practice that. I just don't, I've, I've never had, any seasons or parts of my life where I've had to be that, you know, Mm -hmm. like you maybe could learn that from parenting when you got little kids. Mm -hmm. I've never had little kids. So, you know, you may learn a lot of those, you know, soft skills Mm -hmm. or things like that when you're raising children. I've not done that. And Mm -hmm. I've been in the jungle for a lot of my life, you know, so I'm used to dealing with wild animals and I once was a wild animal. So that wild animal is still in me a lot. And it takes a long time to tame that out. You know, which yeah. by grace of God, most of it or a lot of it at least mm-hmm. have been has been eradicated. But there's still a lot of stuff mm-hmm. lingering. Yeah. All right. I don't know who spin it is. I'll spin. Things coming your way. All right. Ding ding ding. It's me, I'm the winner. All right. In- entitled. That's my next one. Okay. I um, often feel so entitled to things. Hmm. Uh, and. That's not, that's like one of the worst places I could be in too, where, um, so, and why do I feel entitled a lot? And, and, and I guess what is, what is it to be entitled? It's like you think, like, I think that I deserve something Mm -hmm. just by nature of who I am. Like I'm superior in some way and that whatever else is, uh, inferior, Mm -hmm. but where does entitlement come from it comes from like kind of ironically sometimes it comes from i think uh well i've i've 
I've been, I'm so good, right? I'm so moral, I'm so good at all these areas in my life. And, and again, I'm saying these all like very sarcastically, but this is like the self-talk that I get uh, from myself. That I think that I've been so good that I'm entitled to uh, walk over people or to get what I want or to, you know, run over people. Um, or sometimes I think that I, I feel entitled because when I have gone through like, and we mentioned this on previous episodes, like if life has been hard or, you know, you've been through some rough patches and everything keeps going wrong and you think, well, you know, everything's been going so bad, so I deserve to have some sinful fun or to get what I want or to uh, do any of that. And I feel entitled that way too. So I get there, you know, more than I would like, but um, that's a big one because I, because I, yeah, no one, no one wants to be around anyone who's uh, entitled, and it's not a very healthy and loving attitude. But uh, I definitely confess to that. Yeah, I can relate to that too. I mean, it's something I felt similarly. You know, I would say I was a very you know, conceited person. You know, years ago in my life, and you know, probably still am in some regards because I feel like there's things like that's beneath me, like. I'm not eating that or I'm not mm-hmm. wearing that or I'm not going to that place or I'm not hanging around these people. You know, and it's all predicated on how I view myself and, mm-hmm. and how highly I think of myself. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I've ditched most most of that, but still, you know, it's like I ate I ate a lot of junk mm-hmm. that wasn't good in prison, so I don't want to eat no junk out here. I want to eat something good. <laughs> so that's my excuse yeah. not to eat, you know, some yeah. of these funny-looking hot dogs or something. Well, I think God has helped. God has helped to break me of that sense of entitlement uh, a lot over the last uh, five, seven mm, years, okay. for sure. Um, I still struggle with it, but I, I'm I'm definitely a lot better these days uh, yeah. because because of because of personal failure, and you, and you realize that oh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> this is who I really am. You know, thank you, God, yeah, for revealing that to me. Um, God God knows um, that that some of us need. Very strong medicine. <laughs> you know, it's just what we need yeah. to break us of those things. And sometimes we might deal with something like Paul, you know, where we're seeking yeah, seeking for something to be taken away. And God yeah. says, man, my grace is sufficient. Deal, yeah. deal with that thing. Yeah. You know, deal with it. Commit that thing to me and wrestle mm-hmm. with it. You know, and anybody say, like, it can help. You know, it can be helpful. You know, mm-hmm. it can be humbling. Mm-hmm. And I definitely will say a lot of these things for me are humbling. Yeah. Because when I'm either about to exhibit it or I'm in the midst of exhibiting it and I can catch it, then it like brings me so mm-hmm. low, you know, and just like, wow, like I'm thankful Yeah, when I can catch myself. Yeah. You know, and it's almost like I have, I need to pat myself on the back because I'm a words of affirmation guy and that really motivates mm-hmm. me to keep doing whatever that is, whether mm-hmm. good or bad. You know, so like when I'm able to catch myself, it's like I need to go like, you know, praise the Lord and like, good job, Lewis. Like, you know, because I'm seeking that I'm seeking approval, you know, yeah. which is another one of my yeah. things. So yeah. I'll let you when you get done. I'll I'm spin done. It. I'm done. OK, I'll spin it. Spin it Oops. to win it. That's slightly me. Damn, that is you. Well, this next one, we've talked a lot about this, but it's being nice. Mm, okay, <laughs> and it's being fake nice for those of you who haven't listened to our uh, nice episode. I don't know what number that was, but we we saw saw that that the word nice has this idea of hiding something or deceiving mm-hmm. behind it, and so you just kind of fake. You're not really authentic. Oh, I, I'm that. I struggle with that every day. Where I I just I wish that I could just come out and. Not in a mean way, but in an authentic way. Like say what I really think about a situation or a person or an idea or behavior mm-hmm. or like I, I was around some, yeah, I was around some interesting behavior this past week and I won't go into that, but like I just kind of shrugged it off and I was like, oh no, you know, it doesn't bother me. And I was just nice about it. And mm-hmm. when, when, when that didn't help that other person at all right it's kind of not kind of what's the word um enables you know other people's bad behavior if you don't say what you really think for sure but then also it eats away at me (laughs) because it's it's that poison that you drink in Mm -hmm. and you continue to be nice but and, and you think that oh i'm i'm 
I'm bigger than that. I'm I'm like Jesus. I can <laughs> I can always be. Well, of course, he wasn't always nice, so don't want to go there. But I can always be like this superficial, smiley, and it won't get to me. It's like no, there's. I'm like a tea kettle. You put that lid on, then I'm boiling and You're whistling away, whistling away, and it's <laughs> only a matter of time before I blow. So yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm too nice, too much, and it drives me crazy. Mm. It, it's fake nice. I hate being uh, fake, but I, I see that in myself uh, all the time, and sometimes, and and that leads to um, I don't know. I think it leads to people not trusting you as much. And not and, and the relationships not getting as close as they could. So, like I've said this before, that when when you're around someone who uh, tells you what they think, you know where they stand, and they're they're not always nice, not always kind. Sometimes they put you in your place. Sometimes mm-hmm. they say, you know, I don't like when you do this. Yeah. Like, and and you know that they always shoot straight. Then, um, the moment that they actually do give you encouragement. Or support, you know they're real. Yeah. You know you really did do something good. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, versus a person who's always nice, then you never know what what they're really thinking, and they're kind of their their word is worthless then to me. Yeah. And I feel like I'm that I'm that guy uh, too much. So hmm. yeah, that fake niceness, Mister Nice Guy. <laughs> wow. Okay. To, I think a lot of people are like that. You know, yeah. especially in the church world. Yeah, in the church world, they putting on especially. a mask. You know, it's like, man, take that mask yeah. off, man. And, and that that kind of, you know, since I like going first, and I like, I have this thing in me where I like want to. It ain't my turn yet. Yeah. so I'm gonna hold off. But like, <laughs> even even not in the church world, I see this uh, in the in the non church people that I that I work with and them around regularly. That even they will kind of be very superficial, nice to your face, but Ain't no doubt, in man. their case, as soon as, as soon as they the person leaves, then they you know light into them. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they have that going for them, which which is not good. But I think in the Christian world, kind of the deception is it's kind of like a double deception because uh, we, we never come out or rarely come out and say what we truly think. So the poison really gets to work on us because mm-hmm. there's no like proper venting of it now you can vent it in prayer for sure or to an accountability group or that it doesn't always have to be vented to the that person yeah, but yeah, yeah it, it's got to come out um you got to be real um so all right spin it all right spin the bible going back to you again oh no i didn't get to do it hard enough <laughs> okay let's see let's go with this one um a lot of times when I'm in, instead of facing my pain or hurt and just like living in it, holding it, and just saying, it's okay, you're in pain, it's going to pass. Instead of doing that, I soothe my pain in illegitimate ways. Mm, so like ways okay. that aren't healthy. Okay. Like if I have had a rough day, if someone is is mad at me, if I fail, you know, any kind of negative experience I go to, a tendency that I have is instead of just saying, okay, the, you know, the healthy way would be like, I've had a bad day. This stinks. They're mad at me. That's okay. They have a right to be mad at me. That's all right. Let them be mad. I can move on. It'll be better tomorrow by God's grace. His mercies are new every morning, you know, Lamentations 3. Uh, but instead of doing that and just sitting in my pain, it's like, well, maybe a beer would be good right now. <laughs> Or two. Or two. <laughs> yeah, you know? Shot of tequila or, or something. Or know? maybe watching something that I shouldn't watch would be good to mm-hmm. me right now. Yeah. Or maybe eating too much would be good for me. Or yeah. maybe any kind of compulsive behavior. Mm-hmm. I'm a, I am ai like running. And people think that I like running for like the health reasons. It's not it. Wow. It's like a lot of, re- a lot. the major reason is it's like a compulsive thing that wow. I do. Okay. Because... In this past weekend, I actually said that to my wife. I'm like, <laughs> I said, because we are facing some some turmoil, not with with us, but with an outside thing. Um, and I and I just left, like, and I had to go on a jog, a long jog, you know. And um, hmm. it was like 10 miles, you know, which I've, I've 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 done a lot longer, but that that felt long enough. And I said, I sent her a text while I was on my jog. I was like, I'm either gonna jog or I'm going to go home and drink and I don't want to do that. <laughs> so it's like one or the other. So yeah, yeah. Mm. I, I need to do something. At least that felt healthier. But it's just that 
a tendency that I that I have, I think a lot of people might have it too, but I'll just own it, to seek out soothing behaviors. It could be shopping. Shopping's not my thing, mm-hmm. but it could be like shopping for people. It could be gambling. Yeah. Uh, it could be anything good. It could be organizing your closet. You know, sure, yeah, yeah. It could be a lot of these behaviors where you just, you don't face your pain. And, and you don't like face your pain and then go to God and say, help me with this. Yeah. And I want to receive grace from you. Right, it's like the image I get from the Bible is in um, is, is, is Genesis three. So Adam and Eve sinned, right? And God said, "Okay, there's going to be thorns and thistles, you know, here now." Mm-hmm. So they, God creates these animal skins to cover them, right? And in a sense, um, and why do they need animal skins to cover them themselves? Because thorns hurt, right? You go out in the world, it hurts, and so it's like then the farther out into the world of hurt and danger you get, kind of the more skins you have to put on, right? Mm-hmm. Like the more clothing, more protection. And then soon it talks about they have to be in clans and they have even more protection. They have to build cities. The cities have to have walls on them. Mm-hmm. They have to be armies. So those are all just, you could think of them as animal skins in a way to protect you from, from danger. Well, you have that image and... Then in the New Testament, when like Paul talks about you need to circumcise your heart, just think about that. To circumcise is to remove the skin from that area, mm-hmm. right? To remove the, you know, the animal mm-hmm. skins. And it's like God says, you know, you need to circumcise your heart. And so instead of like clothing yourself with these compulsive or addictive behaviors, these things, just know, take the skins off your heart feel the pain and come to me for help yeah and i will soothe you i will hold you i will get you through this you don't need to rely on these other things to get you through it so so i think i think that we're getting close to time because we can go on forever and ever and ever we're already at 45 minutes yeah so i got a lot more good ones so yeah well i think i think you know part of this i'm I'm guessing because it was your idea was not just about us airing our dirty laundry so first um so to speak first but to generate a discussion or at least us coming clean with some stuff for our listeners to hear not just so they know our dirty laundry but that they can start looking in the mirror and say man what do i have i need to come clean about and i need i need to like confide in somebody because in a way like we're confiding each other and i mean this is this would be online so every literally every person alive in the world that can understand english can hear our dirty laundry yeah. so they don't have to go first to that degree yeah. but it's just to see the value in yeah. self-evaluation um, being honest with yourself mm-hmm. kind of putting uh, uh, the framework around whatever that thing is that you fail mm-hmm. in or that you need help in confiding in somebody mm-hmm. and then working on it yeah. you know because if you don't work on it then it really makes yeah. no sense yeah. to even go through all the other steps but yeah. it's, it's a good you know a lesson I guess mm-hmm. if you will mm-hmm. for we model for people yeah. that what we did, like they they should. Yeah. I think they should do. I want to give like three sources that you can go to if you're struggling mm-hmm. with figuring out what's because you know these are our blind spots, and so and maybe some of the things we said aren't our truest issues. Maybe someone else knows, but the point is that go to someone else. Number one, uh, you can ask them. Say, hey, what are the, some of the my, the things I struggle with that mm-hmm. you see? And the second thing is the Bible. That's the that's the mirror that you look mm-hmm. into the Word. Go through the Ten Commandments. Go through the Proverbs. You can see some of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then go to God as well in prayer. So the Holy Spirit will reveal those things. The Bible will. Uh, other people will. Um, so those are those are three ways. And before we go, I'm just going to say quickly uh, three of my last things. Go ahead. Go um, ahead. Just to get people's. Yeah, get them going. Another thing I uh, really struggle with, self-promoting. Uh, mm. Another thing, I look down on people. I judge people like crazy. Mm. Um, uh, and another thing I really struggle with, um, uh, knowing that God loves me and has forgiven me. Mm. I struggle with shame in that. And how can he possibly forgive me? Mm. And I guess a fourth thing, I hate being vulnerable, showing emotions. Mm. So wow. things out, things, more things I struggle with. If you're Keep spinning. Keep going, yeah. Well, thanks for sharing. You know, I definitely can relate to 
you know, some of the things that you shared and you said you could relate to yeah, some of the things sure. I shared. You know, I guess one of the last couple of last things for me, um, I'm, I could be a very selfish person. So I've maybe said it once or twice before, but it used to be if I'm in a room with a group of people and we're having pizza, I'm always wanting to be the first guy because I want the biggest slice with the most stuff on it. You know, and so oh, I know that slice. Yeah. You know, and so it's like now, by the grace of God, once I recognize that, like, I'm happy to go last, mm-hmm. you know. And if there's no pizza left, guess what? God has blessed me. Mm-hmm. I can go get some pizza later if I mm-hmm. want it, you know. And it's like, that that, that makes good. me yeah. feel like, yeah. like that's, it's okay. Yeah. Like, I want other people to go ahead and yeah. get pizza because pizza maybe they don't have the ability to get their own pizza, yeah. but I do. So why go first? Let somebody yeah. else go first. Yeah. So that's, that's, I like that. And then I can, like... I can be an impulsive person, mm-hmm. you know, so I have to really fight being impulsive mm-hmm. and that's linked to speaking. Mm-hmm. But I can I can withhold the doing, but I haven't gained the ability to withhold the speaking, mm-hmm. like biting my tongue, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Um and then being in control. You know, mm-hmm. I like to control people like in inadvertent ways yeah. by like winning conversations. Yeah. And so I try not to um do that but mm-hmm. but I can't be that guy and I can get sucked into it man because yeah. I really like doing I love to argue mm-hmm. and so it's like yeah, that's not a good thing so I'm very contrarian as well yeah well man so I don't know how y'all feel hopefully you made it through these 49 almost 50 yeah. minutes we've been talking about our junk you know we dropped our draws and now you got a chance to yeah. see some junk that we got um, but we ain't the only ones with junk. So um, our prayer for all of you who listen and watch this, that you uh, be real with yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, like Sam said, like ask other people because sometimes people see us better than we see ourselves. Mm-hmm. So ask some people, man, are, are there some ways or things in me that aren't Christ-like? I'm getting the word of God. Let that be that mirror as you look at maybe the Proverbs um, and, and just reading the Gospels and the Ten Commandments. And then lastly, going to God in prayer and just saying, God, like show me. Yeah expose me and if we really have that desire in our heart like mm-hmm. he wants us to be like christ mm-hmm. christ didn't have this junk so we, we should be conforming more mm-hmm. and more to the image and likeness of mm-hmm. his son and we humble ourselves and say god this is what we want i know for a fact god gonna give it to humbling us humbling ourselves is a way to get there yeah yeah yep humbling ourselves yeah. so thank you guys for joining us for tuning in um pass this along i think this is a very worthwhile episode maybe mm-hmm. for me maybe the most worthwhile one we've done because it's something that we can see in ourselves by God's grace get rid of which in turn brings us closer to him mm-hmm. helps us be more loving towards others and just make sharing the gospel that much easier yeah so yeah. until we see you guys again man y'all take care and don't go stepping in no bs bs peace Thank you.